0: Whoa. Welcome to Girl Code, where we discuss life, love, relationships, and basically everything and anything under the sun. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Tasha,
1: and you're currently streaming Girl Code on Spotify.
0: Also, if you're interested in having your own podcast, you can do so with Anchor. Anchor is a platform where you can record and upload your podcast, and it'll even help you put it on Spotify as well. So Tasha, we know that you were from India and you only moved to Singapore a couple of years back. So I'm just wondering, how hard was it for you to adapt to Singapore from its weather to its food to its culture? Was it like some sort of a culture shock for you when you came?
1: I mean, I lived in Singapore before I moved to India, so uh-huh. I was actually very happy to to be coming back because oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many things I missed about Singapore and mm-hmm. I don't know, like I mentioned in the like previous podcasts that I've lived in different countries as well so I guess like I've adapted to changing Mm -hmm. but Singapore has been my home for I think the longest I've stayed here I think 14 years now so Mm -hmm. it's been good I guess I I really do enjoy like the safety and everything here for sure right 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 All right. so I'm asking that because
0: as a half Filipino myself I was born and bred in Singapore and I feel like I've never had the luxury or the you know opportunity to experience what it feels like to be growing up in a completely new environment Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is why today, we are going to be introducing a guest who has grown up overseas. And you know, he, he moved to Singapore just like you. So, without further ado, let's welcome. This is our third, our third meal
1: no, I actually lost. We we've him, had Hakim,
0: we've had Leonard, we've had
1: Dan, Dan,
0: Vincent. So this is our fifth. Correct me if I'm wrong, but welcome Kevin Fu.
1: Hi, Hi girls. Kevin. Hi Mr. Kevin. I'm sure Hi. you guys can recognize his voice. Yes, who he is. Because Kevin is Kevin's in a lot of a lot he of. He is the
0: star yeah. of every Titan oh. film. Yes, he is um, the one and only kevin Fu fitness (laughs) oh
2: my goodness
0: no but yes kevin Fu. oh my god okay hi kev it's your first time in the studios with us hi how you feeling
2: um feeling good slightly nervous i think this actually the first time i did a podcast no way we're
0: popping his cherry oh that's that's one way to put it
2: (laughs) okay (laughs) if you want to say it that way okay so we're just gonna be
0: talking a little bit more about your growing up experiences okay so where do you grew up in
2: I actually was born in Indonesia, a very small town called Balikpapan in the east of Borneo. Mm so because my late father used to work there and back then it was um oil refinery and oil machinery was like the booming thing you know Mm -mm. and that's where he met my mom and then that's where you know he bought a house started a family there and that's where i was born okay so So your
0: dad originally is singaporean yeah he's singaporean okay but he went to indonesia to live and work
2: yes yes and your mom my mom is full indonesian
0: okay (laughs) you were born there so, you are a Indonesian citizen?
2: Uh, no. Okay. Not anymore? Not anymore. Not anymore. But you were? I was. Because right. I hold two passports back then.
0: Um. Dual citizenship. Yeah. We love that. So so tell me more. Okay, so you you were born in Indonesia, so you studied there, you went to school there. Right, right. Uh-huh. So
2: um very similar to then. Um okay. but the thing is I studied in a international school made by the a small community where they have families that, you know, flew overseas to stay there and yes, work there. Yes. So they actually made a school for it. Wow. So you know, just to grow up in community. So mm. actually with that, um it's actually a American community there. Oh yeah, it's like I was very surprised if you think about it, like wow there's quite An American community there. Actually my mom and my dad they were actually going back and forth whether to put me on a prop like a normal Indonesian school and or yeah. like a uh
0: like a international an
2: international school. An international school, cause international school they cost a lot. Yes. Yeah, and especially back then it was they were going through the eco- the economy crisis. Yes. Um, I actually started school like during around the economy crisis, so right. that was that actually put a strain on my family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for and sure. then um, no matter what, because of my father, I'm Singaporean. Mm. Yes. And if I go to a normal Indonesian school, then you know I'll be struggling to learn. English yes. and whatever the, the education here in Singapore that mm-hmm. I have to adapt to and not to mention that I still have to serve the army um, right. right So and then I'll be like that one guy who's just purely Indonesian right. out of nowhere you know Yeah. and especially like when you go to serve the country uh-huh. you can tell like those Singaporeans who actually live overseas like they really struggle like mm. I feel very sorry for them uh-huh. yeah so because of that um, we decided to go like in an international school uh, which school, school did you go to? it has closed down already but it's called uh, Ridge okay. International School in Balikpapan mm. it's actually managed by this oiling company called Unocal 76 have uh-huh. you heard of that? Yeah, it's this like very famous 76 with the orange thing uh-huh. I think it's
0: I'm listening to you but that's all I'm doing I get it I get it <laughs> okay okay so so you went to school there
2: yeah so apparently most most of the education was like very American mm-hmm. like the you know Christopher Columbus they actually um, the school actually forced you to write in cursive which was really yeah and it was very time consuming
1: (laughs) so you learned cursive in school yes i did wow the whole whole of my childhood i was told not to write in cursive because so hard for people to understand
2: yes it is
1: Uh, yeah yeah i can but i also understand like even when i was in india my parents put me in an international school because they also wanted me to kind of as you said the education system and kind of open up like different parts of educational stuff you know i don't know how i explain but yeah, like yeah. It being in an international school versus like being in a local school at that point of time was just when you're growing up like you're very you went to an international school in india yeah and hong kong and everywhere everywhere you went
2: oh Mrs. worldwide
1: but i don't know like those are like preschool and things so i don't i really don't know but most of my life yeah i've been international school except for like primary school in Singapore. Right, right. I, I I understand. Okay.
0: So you you Kevin, mm-hmm. okay? You you studied there up to what level?
2: I studied there until grade 4, which is like a primary 4 or in 5 in Singapore. Yeah, yeah, then I moved back to Singapore. But the thing as I mentioned like because of the school, right? Like it's mm-hmm. American. So mm-hmm. they actually focus like America most of the center of the 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 studies or mm-hmm. the education. So like um the history that you learn it's very American history and it's not like Very globalised Things that you know Like more of a general sense But it was Very focused on The development of America Yeah Things like that
0: Yeah Not very relevant To the Singapore context Yes Okay
2: You know growing up uh, Also culturally Uh Like you know When all your friends Are American right Yeah And you're like That Asian dude You know That I was literally The only Asian kid in class So imagine you go for lunch They take out like Oh mac and cheese and stuff And then you're like This Asian dude like Oh rice And something (laughs) And then everyone's like Dude, what, what does that smell? Right, right, And then, right. Um, funny story, uh, when I was in school, you can actually, like, order lunch yeah. by the cafeteria or, like, you can bring your own lunch. So, most of the people, um, because of the lunch, the cafeteria thing, it was catered by, by the week before uh-huh. and then you had to order. So, to save money, also, like we actually brought our own lunch. Uh-huh. And my mom, being the Asian mom, mm-hmm. <laughs> so she brought this uh, Indonesian dish yeah. that consists of um, rice and soup. And it was the soup is black color, so right. it's actually called the rawon. Okay. It's like a soup with beef, carrot, and a of turmeric, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I pass, when I put down the table, right, the teachers like look at me. I was like, "Oh, what's that? Are you eating rice with coke?" I'm like, "Whoa!" Rice with coke. <laughs> like coke, yeah, Coca-Cola. Oh coca-coula. my goodness! <laughs> because to them, like it's very it's, it's very different. things yeah, well, like, they've
0: like, never seen it. Yeah, yeah, for them,
2: they like they bring like sandwiches yeah. and mac and cheese, ravioli, whatever oh, that is. English breakfast. Oh uh, yes, there you go. <laughs> and also because of that, also my me and my younger brother we grew up also like a little bit lost. Like right. neither like, here nor there. Correct. You know, especially in a sense, I do you happen to go through that also for what for my international, yeah, yeah, school. For your international experience
1: uh I, I feel like in my international school there are just a lot of indians even though we were in, like we were in india so but th- there was definitely like different um races there's a lot of koreans um and there's a lot of there's some chinese and it was really cool like i guess you get to interact with different races i always wondered like why they were in india like i was just like parents well, are working there yeah for i sure. guess so so yep. It was nice to mingle around, but no, like for, for our lunches, it was just like Indian food, which really was not good at all. Yeah, so I would just bring my own food. But anyway, I wanted to know like, for did you have any, like do you still have friends from back home or are your friends mainly Singaporean now?
2: Mm, okay, my, my friends are mainly Singaporean. I mean, since I'm here for like, for the past more than 10 years. Yeah,
0: so you moved here when you were 10.
2: I moved here when I was 10. Right, right. And it took, Quite a while to get used to because my family put me into a hostel. Like you know those dormitory. Oh, you're hostel? one of
1: those the hostel kids. Yes, I was yeah, one yeah. of the hostel kids, right. and
2: it was full of Indonesian kids. And me being the younger, the youngest there, I was actually bullied a lot. So, right. you know, it it was very weird because um, the kids in the hostel they would usually in school they would seclude themselves mm-hmm. yeah. from the usual people, and then they would like. Um, be in their own...
1: Yeah, they always have their own clique. Yeah, they always think like, they're cooler than other people. They think they are the cool,
2: <laughs> yeah. They are cooler than other people. I mean, fine. I mean, to me, I feel like it's because they're very rich. And to them, also, it's because after secondary school, they would go off somewhere. So, probably that... You know, because of that few years, it didn't really matter to them. Mm. Yeah. But me knowing, like, I will be here, and Singapore is definitely my new home, I... I made an effort to mingle around with anyone. Mm-mm. And I just don't see the reason why you should exclude yourself. Yeah. Which which to me was weird, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: So when you moved back here at the age of 10, would you say that, like, it was very difficult to navigate, like, your identity? Because, like, I don't know. I feel like if I were to live overseas my whole life and then only to come back to Singapore and then, you know, be, like, in- introduced to all these, like different cultures again and then having to learn, like, new language, like, Singlish and stuff, like, did you feel lost as a kid? Did you feel like it was very overwhelming for you? Oh,
2: definitely, definitely. Like, um, when I moved back to Singapore, especially when I went to primary, started going to primary school, right? Yeah,
0: did you, yeah, uh, I wanted to ask, right, when you went to primary school, did you struggle with having to catch up with the syllabus?
2: Um, syllabus Syllabus-wise... I'm okay. Okay. But it's because um, it was more like mingling with friends, right. understanding how the education system was. Because like, let's say, um, in, when I was in international school right like let's say for example when they taught about photosynthesis like the water cycle you know uh, they would actually brought us to a science lab and then like boil the water and then you can see the you know the evaporation and uh-huh. then you, they put a gl- the glass on top and then you condensation. Know, the condensation uh, happens when I went to Singapore right when uh-huh. they teach you about like the water cycle of evaporation condensation it was literally just books just books <laughs> and you uh-huh. memorize it word by word and You'll definitely get the mark. That's all. But yes. there's no
0: lab here. It's not very emphasized, I would say. We we our education system, I think, in the past, at least for when we were kids, right? I feel like it was very textbook based like mm. everything was just mm. this is the model answer so copy it down if you got it wrong and then memorize it for next time you know that kind of thing it's,
2: it's what do they call it root learning <laughs> Singapore is well known for the education system yes, right because we are. cram everything and yeah, then you precisely. just vomit <laughs>
0: yes that, that's what we are good at but I feel like it's um, it's very Um, it's not very value-adding. Like, you just basically memorize and then vomit it out word Mm. by word. Like, you know, you regurgitate during exams and then after that, you just completely forget it for the rest of your life. Whereas I feel like, you know, I feel like it would be so much more helpful if, you know, lessons were carried out in the sense that, you know, they used to back in your uh, right, international right, right. school. Yes, because they actually It's show more you. visual. Correct. It's something that you you actually it's see. It's an experience. Yeah, correct.
2: Yeah. So, so you, you, remember you actually it. remember, you understand of why things happen certain mm. ways, you know. So, so it's really mm-hmm. education on really practical hands and correct. stuff like that.
0: So you say that you coming back here, you struggled with having to like cope with the education but, and, and making friends.
2: I guess it's more like, since it's based in English, it was a bit faster to pick up, right. except for mother tongue. <laughs> oh yeah, so,
0: so do you struggle with having to Oh learn... yeah,
2: I remember struggling like, you know you read those tec- Chinese textbooks? Yes. And then they, they, they always have a story, you know?
0: Yes, hao kong ming, yes. Yes, hao kong ming.
2: Yes. Wow, I remember like reading that with tears dropping onto the <laughs> textbook. Oh my goodness.
0: So you didn't have to learn mother tongue when you were in Indonesia?
2: Oh, okay. That's the funny thing. Like there was like this very short class, and the mother tongue was in Bahasa Indonesian. Right. And I grew up with my native language as Bahasa, and then English is my second language. Oh, actually, yeah, right, right. right. Then right. my third language is Chinese.
0: Right. So then you coming to Singapore, everything becomes messed up because now English is your first language, yes. and Chinese is your forced on you, second language. Yes. And Bahasa becomes all the way to the back. Yes. Right, right. Okay, so um, I'm very curious. Since you were in Indonesia, since a really young age, you must have been really fluent in Bahasa.
2: Mm, I think on conversational-wise, but when it comes to speaking or like writing something in a very formal way, uh-huh. then it'll be a lot harder for right, me. Right. Because I remember when I had to... Went to the Indonesian embassy and take away my Indonesian passport, right? They had, they wanted me to write like um a letter of declaration in formal Bahasa, and I'm like, oh what? Oh, really? Okay, I know the word, but this is a little bit different from what I used to do.
0: Right, right, okay. So, like, um, coming back here and you know not having the opportunity to speak as much Bahasa, would you say that you have like lost touch with the language?
2: Um, actually no I speak Bahasa with my mum because my mom she's, she's, she came over to Singapore so my, basically my whole family moved to Singapore after a certain period of time and my mum is very fluent in Bahasa and as English is the language that she's the weakest at mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Chinese is she speaks more to her in-laws And then she'll speak to her family in Cantonese. So it's a little bit different for her also.
0: Aside from like the whole stress level and like laid back lifestyle and stuff, the the difference between Indonesia and Singapore, right? Like how how would you say are like different the tradition is? Because I mean, you are... Indonesian Chinese Mm-mm-mm. right and then like do they also celebrate Chinese f- oh, festivals okay,
2: okay so um, Indonesia is a Muslim country right yeah so most we still do um, celebrate like Chinese New Year and stuff like mm-hmm. that um, mm-hmm. but of course right now you know in the majority race in Singapore is divided into four um race in Singapore, right? Like yeah. um Chinese, Malay, Indian and Eurasian. Yeah. But of course let's say we're talking that by the percentage it's mostly Chinese. Mm-hmm. But let's say in are in Indonesia, right, the minority is so small. So small. Most of them yeah. are Muslim. Okay. So yeah,
0: being Chinese is a minority
2: there. It is a minor minority. Okay. Yeah. So we have People who are very how how I wouldn't say racist, but it was more like there's a peop, people who look down on our race. Right. right. But but that then again that's everywhere, that's everywhere, in, the everywhere in the world. Yeah, 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 as a minority, definitely. So uh most most of our festivals are very Muslim festivals. Right. Okay. Hai Raya. Mm-hmm. and the Indonesian Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we they celebrate more stuff that's very Indonesian, of course, you know, since you're staying in the country. But um they still do have very small people, a small group of people, community that stays and celebrate, you know, like whatever to your to yeah, your yeah. minor race minority is. Yes. One of the things that I struggled to get used to was actually the food in Singapore. Really? Okay, that's okay, so relax, 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 <laughs> <of us>
1: relax.
0: <laughs> I, I did not expect But that. there's so many options for right. you. Yes. Correct. Yes. You see,
2: right? But <laughs> one of the most intriguing thing to me was actually nasi lemak. Uh-huh. <laughs> so in in Bahasa, nasi lemak is translated literally as fats rice. Fats rice. Yeah. Okay. And because like when I go back to Singapore, when uh, my time in Indonesia, right, it was very brief. It's like um like three days, five days, that kind of thing. So um the only thing that I know is chicken rice, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and let's say laksa. Um, to me, I was like, what the heck is that? Hokkien me also like, and then. Um like let's say for Malay food, right? I compare I last time I used to compare it like with Indonesian food like Misoto, Mi rebus. And to mm. me it was like my tongue is so used to that Indonesian food, right? Like so Malay food to me is just like it's just very different, you know. It's very I'm it's not off putting, but I guess it's just the taste is not what I actually had in mind back right, then. Right. Because I used to think that Malay and in Malaysia and Indonesia are very close. So maybe the food can be very similar, but mm. you it's actually not, you know. Even the you know Malaysian Singaporeans and the Malaysian Malaysians are very different. Mm-mm. Right.
0: I feel like Indonesian food in general, it's so spicy. <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I like struggle where every time I go to Indonesia. It's okay. But I struggle but, too but oh my god babi guling is so good <laughs> <laughs> but that's only available in uh, uh, Bali yeah but
2: the thing the thing is right um, Indonesia is a Muslim country but Bali mm. is actually
0: a non-Muslim country yeah it's
2: actually Hindu yeah, a lot yeah, of Hinduism yeah. there yeah yeah, yeah. So babi guling wow, they're all very spicy it, it's okay I also had to sweat a lot but for it,
0: it like it's really it's really cool I feel like um that one time I went to Indonesia with Indonesia's tourism board. Like mm. I realized that different parts of Indonesia have different specialty dishes. Ah yes yes. Yeah, so it's like so interesting to see you know like such a huge country. You have so many like different ways of making the same dish. Mm. Right right. Yeah, like the curries are all different. The Very little different. like yeah. yeah I,
2: I mostly think I think the ones that I know is with soup, like mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. soup soto. I like, love nasi campur. Oh yeah, uh, that's great,
0: man. It's great. Yeah, it's
2: like <laughs> maybe maybe that's why right. I need to. Whew, need yeah, to stop eating, it's really good. It's really weight. good. So but, how
0: how about safety wise? Like, is uh, is Indonesia safe, or
2: I does mean, it depend where you are at? Sometimes depend on where you're at. Okay. Um, I've heard about kidnapping cases
0: in your area.
2: Not in my area, but it was another. It's, it was in another city where. Actually, a lot of my mum, what you call that? My mum's relatives stay there. So basically, you know, like when you fly domestic from one town to another, it's actually very, very cheap. Yeah, yeah. Especially with budget airplane. And so because of that, we also flew around like Indone- other mm-hmm. parts of Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And of course, with that also really depends on what's the safety like. From where I grew up, the town is relatively more safe. Right. And, but other towns, other cities can be slightly more dangerous. So right, right, pickpocket right. is very common.
0: Ah, yes. Pick-pocketing.
2: Or, like, we know when you walk by the roadside and then you carry your purse, right? Mm. And then there'll be, there'll be like people motorbike. with a and just, oh, wow, that one. Snatched his. Yeah, it's it is. very
1: similar to India as well, I feel like. Mm. <clears throat> I also got, I remember my phone got stolen because I was moving houses and I kept my phone on one of the boxes. And then I left my room and I came back and my phone was gone. And I was very sad because that was like my first phone. But it's like oh, so common. It happens like in your house. It happens like on the street. Yeah. It's, like you have to do so many things to make that not happen. So even like with carrying purses, it's like said you should carry a bag or carry it in the front, not in the back. So like it's hard to grab. Carry onto. it under your
0: jacket if you have to.
1: Yeah, and even like wearing um jewelry, it's right. easy to like snatch off if you're wearing like a necklace or something. Right, mm-hmm. right. Have you ever heard of stories like that in Indonesia?
2: I've heard about stories like especially try not to show off that you carry neck, like huge necklaces. I mean, yeah, like one they can snatch and, and the other one is they will try to choke you by turning and then they steal your stuff and you, which could injure you yeah, right, yeah, you right. know, fatally if that's possible. But yeah. 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 It's, and it's so
0: crazy. Like I feel like listening to these stories from the both of you really opened my eyes to the kind of safety that we sometimes take for granted in yeah, Singapore. Definitely. Do you feel like it's really walled apart?
1: 100% Like I really do I also feel I mean Singapore is just I, I know that stuff does happen here but it, it you still feel safe enough to walk the roads at night and yeah. you yeah. still feel safe enough to like go to the clubs and all that
2: correct
1: like yeah, go on
2: You know, there are people like You know, they go to the club And then they get super wasted right? And then they only wake up In that same spot in, When doing the sunrise
0: Yeah, with your wallet Your yeah, phone like, like I'm happens pretty sure you've s-
2: We've seen people like that You know, outside zoo.
1: I've seen people like that Excuse me
2: <laughs> Oh, okay, I'm yeah, sorry Yeah,
1: like everything's intact Like your money yeah. Phone, yeah. everything's and,
2: still there And let's say Um you if the like same some... thing
0: were to happen overseas, you think you'd be oh, you robbed? are doomed, no man. You are doomed. <laughs> right. Like,
2: you know, um, some hawker centre, they put their menus on a TV. Yeah. You know? You put that in my hometown, right? The next morning, it's gone. The TV you It's meet. a good-ass new TV for someone else. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Love it. Love the entrepreneurial and, and, spirit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, but also, like... Okay, so one of the things also... This happens more often, especially in my hometown, right? Like, there's this thing called um blackouts uh-huh so because our town is very small and or manpower like the electricity goes out yeah the electricity can- goes out and then like it can last for like a couple of days you know yeah. it is so annoying
1: i know i remember when that happened in india like my cousins would just keep calling the electric like, hello like when is it coming back when is it? And they also don't know what to say because they don't know how long it's going to take to fix.
2: and because of the blackouts right like the street lights go out it's pitch black and you are relying on like your car lights or like if maybe if you're like from the well-off family you can afford like a generator to run your mm. house but it's not like gonna run everything and plus it's very very loud yeah so because of it's very dark that's where most of the you know the robbery happens in yeah. my hometown so that is something that we actually like the moment it happens in our area right, we are we just stay at home mm. we do not go and it's yeah
1: well, I mean definitely also like pro tip like when there is electricity and you are going out of your house you always just leave like one light on so it seems like someone is at home Yeah, yeah like yeah. you have to do all these kind of things as well
2: yeah so also because of that right um, I actually once had a pet dog y'all don't know right y'all don't know right
0: I think I heard of this really I don't know maybe, maybe. does okay. it end bad it. does a
1: dog die yeah. Oh. Okay. No.
2: So this is. It was really sad, which is why um my mom is really against me having pets because I, when I was young when the dog died right my, I couldn't stop crying. Right. Yeah. So what happened was um we went we went we actually took a vacation to Singapore mm-hmm. and because we had a dog we actually left it left it with um one of our friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the dog. And died. someone wanted to rob my friend's house. So what they did, they put poison in the meat and made my dog eat it. And then my dog died and they robbed the house. Right. right. Yeah. I,
0: okay, so um, growing up in Indonesia, was your town like a, like more like a village or was it more like a established city?
2: I would say establishing city. Establishing. So it's more like it's on its way, but there are still places that needs to be mm-hmm. Right, Me. Right, right, right.
0: Um, When's the last time you went back?
2: Last time I went back was 2015.
0: Okay, that was six years ago. That was six years That's ago. That's quite recent.
2: Yeah, I went back because my grandmother passed away. Uh, and sorry then, for your loss. Yes, it's okay, thank you. So, and yes. and it has developed a, a, a lot, lot more. Like Since you left. Yeah, since I left. And it was, I mean, definitely there's still traffic jam. There are still like little houses made out of aluminum, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah,
0: I seen, know, like, Indo- uh, yeah. I know, Philippines too. India too? Uh
2: huh. Normal. Normal. Uh, but there's definitely, like, y- the first thing I recognised when my town has developed was actually the shopping malls.
0: Oh, nice. I do visit Philippines every now and then and I, I realised the last time I went back that they put up Wi-Fi lines. So uh, I was like, oh uh-huh. yeah, hippie, very. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I'm about coming you? back more often. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. about you? What when, like, when's the last time you went back to India?
1: Uh, I think two years ago. What, yeah. what? did
0: it change a lot?
1: I I feel like it was always changing, but I think mainly like the like the hub of technology is growing there, and like uh-huh. a lot of um, as in like better malls are coming up. Like last time I went, there was H and M and Forever Twenty One, and I was like, wow, like I can like shop here now, like that's kind of cool, and it was it was cheaper as well. You guys had
2: H and M and Cotton On. Yeah. It's okay. Opinion. Maybe
1: one day. Maybe one day maybe, in your village I mean, too.
0: But but like I feel like when I was in uh when I went back to Philippines in the past, right? I always struggled with wanting to go back because I felt like the technology was really slow. Like I remember, like whenever my mom brought me back to Philippines in the past, right, to spend my holidays, I would always be very disgruntled, and then. I would force her to bring me to the nearest town to, you know, use, like, a shitty computer in a lens shop just so I can, like, use MSN to talk to my friends <laughs> and stuff like that. So, like, I'm just very curious. How is, like, the technology aspect different from your town as compared to, like, Singapore? Like, is is technology something that is very, um like, far behind? Are we
2: talking about, like, last time or now?
0: Like, maybe, say... Last time when you were still there versus like when you just came to Singapore, like was it a very drastic right, difference? Right. right.
2: So um, last time. Uh huh. Most, like, especially for a kid you know? Yeah. Like, I grew up where my childhood was. After school, I play outside. Mm. Right. But, you know, it, when I moved to Singapore, after school, the kids go home and play computer games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In and they had four. broadband stuff. But for us, dude, we are still, u- back then, we were, we no. were still using the modem thing, you know?
0: No, in primary four, I, we weren't using broadband anymore. And you're, like, older than me, right?
2: Uh, Yeah, by a couple of years. Yeah, so,
0: like, I remember at my primary four, which is, like, maybe. Like I I think I was already using Wi Fi and I was playing Maple Story. So like yeah, at Premier Tree, actually I started Maple Story. So like like I I think then by then when you were still in Indonesia, like Singapore was already quite fast on technology. So was it the same in?
2: It's it's slightly more behind. Like we have land shops um, but generally overall the the internet speed was a lot slower. I actually there was one time I went back for. Vacation and like for during the holidays to see my family, right? Then I actually tried to install MapleStory on my computer. It couldn't work. I didn't understand why. And then I realized that we didn't have like the proper internet speed for right, it, right. unless like you're work um you're in a land shop. But then again, land shops are you know they were very limited to, very um I mean there are people from area, but I just it just feels very limited. Um, most culturally also most of the kids still rather go out to play mm. than to you know stay at home personal computers were like like a luxury back then you yeah, know? yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah like for us i remember uh, also going out to play after school and stuff it was like we always go play like some ball game or something yeah, yeah. um but the first time i used internet at home in india was like with the uh, uh, lan wire or like W-A-N. I forgot what the wire is called but it's the internet wire then you plug it into your laptop and then it can only run on one laptop and then everyone took turns to like plug their like right. devices in and then after like i think maybe two years our school started distributing like these small kid laptops that all of us had to buy another international school thing yeah so, like, yeah. yeah i
2: can't remember that yeah
1: then like that laptops started being introduced to us through school so i feel like uh, we also evolved as the technology was evolving in uh, in india as well so it was cool but now that when we come like to 2021 it's crazy we have like all these gadgets and more and it's just advancing so quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. The last
2: time we had was like that small Nokia phone. Oh mm. my god. I just, what was your first phone? Leak.
1: Mine was Sony Ericsson, Mine I think. was a
0: Nokia 3310 or some shit like Something that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. My god. I remember once I had the Nokia, then the buttons were all like combined. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm talking it. about. Yeah, it was squiggly. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. And and remember there was this... I remember the first Nokia phone I had that had colours and then I would play bounce.
2: Oh, <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs>
0: He loved, that was the first coloured game. I still
2: remember the cheat code by the way.
0: That's a cheat code? Yeah, and
2: then like wherever you touch you can the balls won't pop one.
0: Oh my god, really? <laughs> Damn it, too okay. old for that now. But yeah, I like all these good memories, right? And like I feel like that that's one nice thing that we have in common I guess, yeah. despite growing up in different countries, is yeah. that we all share the same stages of like, you know, growing up and like James seeing the seeing, yeah, seeing
2: the changes seeing, yeah, like, of the world. We grew up where? technology was booming, born, booming yeah, and then correct. there's the evolution and I would say let's say the Gen Z's they are more. They yeah. are born where technology is already around correct, us correct. like last time when we had we can put MP3 into our Sony Ericsson phone <laughs> we were like the cool kids you know <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, oh I my remember. god yeah and I feel like every despite wherever you are growing up at right it's just a matter of like how fast your country is adapting to the changes of the world but eventually we all get to the, the same point correct, right? correct. I, I feel that way yeah. and and I feel like in a way that consoles me that like wherever
1: you are you will eventually be where you're supposed to be
2: correct the word is always eventually
1: so what is one thing you miss back in Indonesia and what is the one thing you love here in Singapore
2: okay one thing I miss about Indonesia obviously the laid back slow pace yeah. I mean if I want to take a vacation um, I do miss a bit of my family, especially. I mean, it's more on the dark heavier, and darker side. But mm. um, one of my nephew family got COVID.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. And hear yeah, that. it's fine.
2: she's doing fine, and it's actually really bad. I mean, the situation is really bad, lah. So mm-hmm. I I do miss the you know the laid back country, the, yeah. the laid back pace. Um, definitely the food, like do the food. <laughs> Indonesian food in Singapore is different from. Yes. you would know. You would I, know. I would yeah. Know. Um, it
0: burns but it's so good <laughs>
2: oh yeah dude like you will <laughs> chuck water just for that burn, Water, you know? uh, but yeah. the one thing in Singapore right, is really the accessibility and everything's really ready for you yeah. it's fast it's organized you know um, yeah. last time right like when I when I moved to Singapore I don't underst- understand buses buses or, really yeah <laughs> and we like there's not MRT in my hometown yeah. definitely and everything's catered so ready different. for you yeah and the safety that A lot of Singaporeans really take for granted. You know, you can walk down for a Prata shop supper with your friends and nothing happens to you. Correct,
0: correct. So, I feel like every country has their own, you know, advantages, I guess, to, to living in that place. Correct. I feel that regardless whether you grew up in another country or, you know, if you move to a new place or a new country for whatever reasons, as long as you're healthy, you know, you have a happy family and have a few good friends by your side or, you know, friends you make along the way, everything's okay you know like change is only temporary
1: really well said well done thank you so much
0: (laughs) thank you so much but yeah um, it's been a really nice time talking to you Kev and like you know I feel like I've learned a lot of stuff about growing up in Indonesia which and and same to you Tasha like I feel like every time I learn about your growing up experience I kind of live in that moment for Mm -hmm. a little bit I like you know it puts me in that spot where I can kind of like be in your shoes and like kind of imagine it so I hope that you know whoever is listening to this podcast feels the same way and you know it gives you like a little glance of what it feels like mm. you know to be growing up somewhere else so all
1: right so this was really insightful thank yeah. you so much kevin thank for sharing for and me coming girls. on girl code yeah also if you're listening to us and you want to have your own podcast too you can use anchor to record and upload all your podcasts anchor automatically distributes them to multiple listening platforms such as spotify just for you
0: Girl Code will also be releasing new episodes every Wednesday so remember to follow us here on Spotify and Instagram at Ladies First TV for more updates this is Jasmine
1: and I'm Tasha and thank you for tuning into Girl Code bye, bye.